there's something magical that happens when you get in order. Like, literally stop and think about it. Everything running the way that it's supposed to run in every area of your life. It's almost magical, but it is absolutely an accelerant. That's what it means to get your house in order. You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Darnielle Jervie Harmon. The place to be to leverage and scale a business that serves you financially and spiritually. I'm your host, spiritual business growth strategist, Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you are ready to play and pray bigger, let's get this party started. If this is your first time joining me, there's just a few things I wanna make sure that you know. Number one, I am not new to this, I am true to this. For more than 10 years, I have been growing businesses, period. I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. And no, in case you were wondering, you do not have to choose. You can love God and make both loads of money. And I'm on a mission to create even more multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Oh, and we don't do hustle and grind. We do spirituality and systems. You might be wondering exactly what the incredible factor is. And if that's you, I invite you to go all the way back to our very first episode. I even give you a really powerful worksheet that you can download so that you can find yours because it is the key to beginning to leverage and scale your business. And I am tickle purple that you are listening in today. This episode is powered by Shatter Your Income Ceiling. Listen to me. If you are sick and tired of being stuck at 10K months when you know that you know that you know that you and your business were created for $30,000 or, or more every single month, then you have got to apply for my private training on exactly how my clients and I shattered our income ceilings and are now having 30K to 100K months every single month. Learn more and apply today at darnielle.com forward slash weekend. I am so excited. Let me just first say uh, happy new year because this is literally my first solo insight of 2021. I am so excited to be with you. I just finished, we all just finished the month of January and now we're coming into the second month of the year and it's a little late, but again, I say happy new year. The reason why uh, you, this is your first time hearing from me is because we are preparing a rebrand of the podcast. And so last year I interviewed, I don't know, about 10 or 12 people that we need to get through those interviews before we can actually launch the rebrand of the podcast. And so I've been trying to let those interviews run, but I could not stay away from you any longer. And so I am here to talk with you this week because I've missed you so very much. And I have so much to say about 2021, about January, about what we all need to be doing because I have been given a mandate from God that 2021 is the year to move to millions. And so a big part of my personal mission is this year, especially, but in general is to create million dollar business owners. And I'm not talking about 
a million dollars in sales. Come, come on, let's keep it real. You cannot spend sales. I'm talking about a million dollars in cash in in your business in a 12 month period. And so I'm going to be doing a lot of work this year, specifically around helping our clients and the entrepreneurship community as large really make a powerful poignant shift from service-based entrepreneur to million-dollar CEO. And I want to show you how to do it with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. That is, however, not what I'm here to talk with you about today. But uh, we are going to be rebranding the podcast to Move to Millions. I'll be back in a few weeks to talk a little bit more about what all of that means. But I just want to wanted to explain my absence. And I hope you accept my apology I have been thinking about you all and missing you all, which is why I popped in, even though I still have another four or five interviews that we need to release before we can rebrand the podcast. And so today, I wanted to have a conversation with you about something that I'm focused on uh, for 2021. <clears throat> I don't know if you're anything like me where you either pick a word each year or God gives you a word each year. Um, but I kind of do both, right? So I pick a word, but then God also gives me a word. He tells me what he really wants me to focus on. And one of the, the actually I have three words <laughs> for 2021. Um, surrender, because surrender was so good for me in 2020. We had an absolutely ridiculous and amazing year in the midst of a global pandemic. So I decided that I wanted to continue to lean into surrender and allow God to work in and through me. Uh, the second word that I have for this year is order. Order is the word we're going to talk about today. I probably should have done order last, but getting everything in order. I'm going to break down what that means, especially for those of you who listen to this podcast that are entrepreneurs and how to restore order into your life and your business and your relationships and all of those types of things. And some of the things that I did, like even as, as late as this past weekend, like I made a decision that I was not going into February without getting my house in order. And we'll talk more about that in a second. And then my third word for 2021 is obedience. How many of you, <laughs> you don't do everything that you're supposed to be doing? Like you pick and choose. You clearly hear, you know, the Lord speaking to you and telling you that you should do something. And then you think you know better than God. And so you do your version of it, right? And so this year for me, I'm going to continue to surrender. I'm going to operate in obedience. I'm going to start to do what I heard him say and just do it, trusting fully, knowing that he's got my best interests at heart and I'm going to get my house in order. And, you know, I looked up the saying because I've heard the saying for you know years. I'm like, get your house in order. Like, what does that even mean? I thought it was interesting that when I put into Google, get your house in order, everything that came back was spiritually referenced. I thought that was pretty interesting. Although what I'm going to talk to you is actually not entirely spiritual. I think there's spirituality in everything, right? Because we are human or spiritual beings having a human experience. So there's some spirituality in every single thing that we do day in and day out. But I want to talk about practical order. Um, I think personally, I have allowed myself and make it okay that I exist in a space that is not conducive to the energy I want to put out into the world right? Like it's messy. <laughs> Let me just keep it real with you and be completely transparent. I have previously existed in organized chaos and I would justify the mess 
not like stank messy, like I need somebody to come in here and do an exorcism on any space, but just cluttered. Like, you know, and there's, I have clients who are professional organizers that work in clutter and they always say, you know, clutter isn't just physical, it's mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual. And I have made it okay to be in an, an, a cluttered environment and exist, but I have come to realize that being in a cluttered environment has messed with my mental, emotional, and spiritual energy and alignment. And I decided that in 2021, we're going to put things in order. And so what that means for me is taking the time to get everything set up and put in its proper place. And so I've been working through that. I am not done. I'm, y'all know I live in a 7,700 square foot home, right? But I am fully committed. I, I told myself in January that I was not going into February without getting specific things in order. And so I spent time this past weekend in my closet. So in our master bedroom suite, our suite is probably, I don't know, maybe 1800 square feet, I think it's, it's, it's massive. And so I have two really nice size closets, can't get my words out right, in our master suite. And both of my closets were a hot mess. Like, first of all, I have like so many clothes and because of COVID-19, I don't get to wear half of them. I rotate the same jeggings, leggings, and sweatshirts. <laughs> I'm not wearing the full repertoire of my uh, closet. And even still, I have always really struggled with keeping things in its right place. And so one of the things that I did this past weekend, because I was so committed we are not seeing February 1 with this chaos. As I spent the better of the two days in my closet, cleaning, purging, all of that. Now, could I have hired someone to do it? Absolutely. But I needed to do it because I needed the exercise of getting myself in order, getting my closets in order, because I have other areas of my life and of my business that I need to do the same thing. And although I could have afforded to have someone else just come in and do it, it means more. It'll stick better. I'm much more grateful and appreciative now that I look at my closet and it is in a, it is in array. It is gorgeous. Like I'm like, I don't even want to touch anything. That's how great it looks, but it's a commitment to keep it that way that has made the difference for me. And so I think that by cleaning out my closets, I really opened up to myself to being able to make sure that I am being fully supported in the ways that I need to be supported. And I'm making sure that the environment around me is going to serve me in the best possible way. Like I literally, prior to recording this episode, I literally just finished our first month call with my Leverage and Scale Mastery Mastermind. And one of the questions I asked them, the first month we always do goal setting and review of the previous month, looking at their KPIs and seeing what they need to tweak. And one of the questions is, does your environment support what you are trying to create? I want you to write that question down, but I want you to make it personal. Does my environment support what I'm trying to create? And if you do not return to yourself an unequivocal yes then I'm hoping that the tips that I have to share with you today about getting your house in order will make a difference for you. And when I say house, house could technically be in, in quotes because it could be your business, 
your marriage, your life, whatever area of your life is in disarray right now that is not in the proper order is the area that we're talking about today. You guys know, I mean, yes, this podcast is technically about business, but I hope you know that 95% of your success in business is tied to the six inches in between your ears. And how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you're not careful and focused on being in order, your 2021 is going to look much like your 2020, even though you are not the reason who determined what your 2020 looked like, right? We were all dealt the same hand in 2020. And some of us were able to uh, rise above and some of us succumb, right? But we have an opportunity now. We can make a choice. We can make a different decision and we can do things differently. And that starts by deciding that you want to get yourself, your business, your life in order. And so how do we get in order, right? Because this is what I literally wrote down for myself. Like, yeah, Darnielle, I hear this word. I hear God speaking order. And it sounds good, but it also can sound esoteric because what does it really mean to get everything in order? And so I wanted to define what it means for me, but I'm also going to suggest that you take some time after reflecting on this episode to define what it means for you, because I think it means something different for every single person. And it could also mean something different based on the area of your life. So let's talk, let's start with my marriage, right? Because the way I order my life is God, then family, then business, right? And so in actually, let's back up even further than that. Let's back up to my relationship with God and making sure that is in order. Something that's very important to me, you know, I am a CEO of a multiple seven figure company and there are times when I jump out of the bed without giving God his due. Well, guess what? That's out of order. And so one of the things that I have committed to, and I didn't make resolutions, I decided to get results. Like resolutions, they don't stick. It's it's February already. Everybody who made, or 90% of the people who made a resolution has already broken it. So I don't do resolutions. I do just making a decision to get different results. And so one of the things that I decided was that God was going to be first. And so that means before my feet hit the ground and I do anything, I have got to pray. I've got to read the word. I've got to speak to God in my prayer language. I have got to set my life's foundation in order from the moment my eyes pop open every single day that they pop open. And so spending that time with God, you know, some days it's an hour or two hours. Other days it's 20 minutes because I didn't plan appropriately, but making sure that God always gets his first, right? It's just like Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. From there we go into my marriage. And so I have the potential, you're not going to believe this, and you you might need to sit down, or if you're listening to this in the car, you might need to pull over, but I have the potential to work a lot. And not because I'm behind, but because I love it and it doesn't feel like work. Like, do you feel like this? Like, Like you're on the couch and it's family time or movie time and your phone is right there and you're on social media responding to clients or like, I don't actually have my email on my phone. So that's a great savings for me, but I do often go and check and see what clients are asking and say after hours on social media. And I have to do better because I'm not giving my husband the time that's for him. I spend, you know, anywhere from 
five or six hours to eight hours in my office every single day when I go back into the house and I'm preparing dinner and we're having dinner and then we're, you know, conversing or watching a movie, it's his time. And so I made the decision that I was going to get into order and I was going to start turning my phone off. That's what I was going to start doing because I don't want him to feel like he's second to this business. Yes, this business creates our livelihood. It allows us to live the way that we live, which is really awesome and amazing, but it is not the end all be all because at the end of the day, I'm very clear that God is my source. He's my provider. He's my provision. And so I have to do something that drastic because if I leave my phone on, I will, I will want to pick it up. And sometimes it's not even scrolling social media and seeing what my clients have said in our Facebook groups. Sometimes it's playing my favorite games on my phone. I use my games as a way to um, kind of come down off of the day and, and just kind of ease into a place of relaxation. But any time spent on my phone is time that I'm not spent enjoying my spouse. And so I had to get in order. And that meant I needed to start looking at that time differently and appropriating that time. Now, my husband and I have a, a deal, if you will, where Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are like couple time. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays are each of our own time to do whatever we want. And so, you know, on a Tuesday night, if I want to be on Clubhouse or whatever the case might be, then I'm free to do that because I don't have a commitment to be fully present for him during those times. But when I'm supposed to be fully present for him or other loved ones to be fully present, because that is getting, that is in order, right? And it's about being in order. Now let's talk about business because we're business people, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you have a business, you aspire to have a business, your business is doing well, your business needs to do better. And regardless, your business needs order. And so that order can look like a lot of different things, right? So it could look like coming into your office space and it not being a mess. Now I'm going to, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I'm going to be fully transparent right now. My desk and the area surrounding is not pleasant at the moment. And that is because I'm working through several things and projects for um, my clients and a few things just for the business. And so my commitment to myself is to be that before I leave my office today, I get my office in order so that when I come into my office each morning, it's in order and I can start the day where I need to start the day instead of starting the day needed needing to clean up. It's like, you know, you keep your kitchen dirty. We don't keep our kitchen dirty, by the way, but let's just say you do and then you're going to go make dinner and you have to clean before you can cook. That's just kind of nasty, right? And it's not in order. And if it's not in order, then it delays the ability for you to get to where you're supposed to be. Did you catch that? Like, that's what being out of order does. It delays the results. And so I don't want you to delay results. I want you to get every house in every area of your life in order. Inside of your business, that means clarity around you. That means clarity in your systems. That means clarity in the software that you're using. That means clarity when you communicate with your team. All of those things need to get in order. You need to spend some time creating standard operating procedures, SOPs for short, in every area so that your business can operate in order. One of the best things that we did is we hired at the start of the year, we started hiring because we're putting our business on a trajectory to get to eight figures. And to get to eight figures, we're going to need more support, right? We're going to need more people on the team. And so we started hiring. And so as a result of starting the process to hire, I literally had to begin to download 
all of the things in my brain. Now, every other function in my company has been documented since as early as 2011. When I started working this business full time, I've been documenting what it is that we need to do in order for the other areas to run. But what Darnielle does, what she brings to the table, her genius for the clients, yeah. That's all up in my brain. That's a problem. You know why? Because it makes me the bottleneck in my business. I hope I hope my transparency is serving you, but it literally makes me the bottleneck in my business. And so that's a problem because that means my business is stifled by my ability to produce the procedures that other people can use to move the business forward. Yeah. And so guess what? Darnielle had to get it in order. And part of that getting in order is beginning the process to document every single thing that I personally do inside of the work that I do with clients. And it has been such a rewarding process having this new team member helping me to get everything documented so that we would literally have a procedure for how we do our Q&A calls, how we do private coaching calls for clients in some of our programs, how we do a VIP day, like all of the various types of things that I do, the process that I utilize, we're getting all of that documented, which is just awesome and amazing and exciting all at the same time. It's because I'm committed to my life being in order. Again, my words this year are surrender, obedience, and order. And today we're talking all about getting in order. So now let me make this real for you. What are some of the things that I suggest that you do to get your life, your business, your marriage, your relationships in order so that they can serve you well and create the results that you are desiring in every area of your life? Number one, you need to start with the self-assessment, right? And the self-assessment doesn't have to be anything deep. You might even just start by asking yourself, when I come into this particular area of my life, how do I feel? Do I feel a flow of energy or do I feel a stagnation? Do I feel like I can um, accelerate anything that I'm wanting here or do I feel like results are going to be delayed? You can check in with your body. How does your body respond to coming into any particular area or thinking about an area of your life? If your body tenses up, then that means you're not in order. And so that's the first clue is doing that self-assessment. Second thing you need to do is you need to ask yourself, are you being who you are called to be? Let's make it personal. Am I being who I am called to be, right? If you are called to be brilliance and magnificence and strength and expertise in, in the marketplace, Whoever you are called to be, are you being that or is that held up because of all of the clutter around you, right? Like I think when you come into the knowledge and understanding of who you are and what it is that you bring to the table for other people, it instantly raises, it ups the ante, right, on who you are and how you show up in the world. And then when you look at the things around you that are preventing you from being able to show up fully in the world, it reduces the impact that you have the potential to make. And so you have to be honest with yourself and, and tell yourself. And honestly, with myself, I could tell myself, Darnielle, you are slipping. You have got to make some shifts and some changes because people need your fullness to show up. And I couldn't show up fully because I was surrounded by all the stuff. So I just start getting my house in order, right? My, my business house in order, my life house in order, my health house in order, my marriage life in order. I had to start getting it all in order. Number three, you have to focus on taking back your temple, right? You have to set yourself up to have your best year yet. 
And the only way you're going to do that is if you are thinking about the vessel that you are in in every way. So part of getting back in order is to introduce exercise to your life, right? To drink half your body weight in water, to to make sure that you are moving, making sure that you're reading at least one book a month, right? There's a point in time when I read one book a week and then it slowly crept into two books a month. And then it was like a book every once in a while. Well, guess what? I'm back because I have got to take care of my temple. My temple needs to be strong, alert, and an example of all that God yield, knowing God yields in every area of my life. That's what my temple needs to be because other people are watching me and guess what? They're watching you too. Um, and then the next part is kind of like a three part. And that is in order to get your house in order, you might need to do some forgiveness work. You're probably going to have to start by forgiving yourself, right? We've done an episode on the, the podcast on forgiveness. I will reference that for you in the show notes. So you might have to do some work on forgiveness. Start by forgiving yourself. Start then from moving from there to forgiving the things that you brought with you into 2021 that you shouldn't have. And then maybe look at the people that need to be forgiven in the process. Something powerful happens when you forgive. Oh my gosh, something powerful happens. And then you might need to surrender. You might literally need to throw your hands in the air and say, listen, God or Jesus, whichever you prefer, take the wheel. I'm going to trust you. Like I decided that God was going to be the CEO of this company and I was going to be his steward. I was going to be the one that executes the strategies that he provides inside of this company. And that took surrender because I'm brilliant and I could easily do it. But when I do it, I harbor stress in my body and I'm not in the best possible position. My temple is not what it needs to be in order to serve me and to serve the company. And so I had to be willing to surrender. And then lastly, you're going to need to get into alignment, right? You're going to have to start to see yourself the way that God sees you. Those are, again, maybe esoteric, but absolutely essential because 95% of your success is tied to the things that aren't tactical, right? It's tied to the the mindsets, the beliefs, the self-sabotage, the things that you're doing day in and day out that's creating the clutter in the first place that you need to get order from. And then once you do those things and you can get practical into the area of your life that you are seeking to put order in. So if it's inside of your business, we talked a little bit earlier about those standard operating procedures, getting them in place, right? In your marriage, appointing time that you and your spouse are going to spend working on your marriage, just like you have to spend time working in and on your business, right? You need to be, you should be spending more time working on than in if you desire to scale it up to the million dollar mark. But the same is true in your marriage. You need to be working on and in your marriage. So that means you need to make sure that you are getting whatever support you need from outside counsel and that each of you are fully showing up every single day so that you get the results that you decided that you wanted when you got married in the first place. In your life, you've got to work on and in your life. That means you need to exercise. You need to eat right. You need to drink more water. You need to make a conscious decision that all of those things matter and they are pertinent to you getting to your next level, right? So as you break down the areas of your life, right? As you break them down, 
what you need to get in order is going to come to you if you do that self-assessment, if you look at that particular area and look at your results. I promise you there's something magical that will happen when you take the time to get in order. And I hope that you will decree and declare with me that before the end of this month and this year, you will get every house that you need to get in order in order. And once you get this done, I know that you're going to feel like I feel. You're going to feel light. You're going to feel in the flow. You're going to be able to be the flow and you're going to be able to show up fully in every area of your life. And that incredible one is what I most want for you. So get to work on getting in order and I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor business podcast. If after listening to this episode, you know that it's time that you stop playing and praying small, you should go grab my Grow Your Business Toolkit. Based on the pillars of business optimization, this toolkit is the only resource you need to get crystal clear about what it will take to take your business to the seven-figure mark. Go grab yours today at growyourbiztoolkit.com. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor. Head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember you deserve to scale your business, shake the planet, and fund the life you crave. Take care.